This is the Coach's Wife Life Podcast. I'm Kristen Ergel, your host, a former TV sports reporter and fellow college football coach's wife. I'll go one-on-one with the strong women who are the backbone of college athletics and athletics of all levels. And now, Coach's Wife Life. This podcast is brought to you by Brewer of Hope. Brewer of Hope is a nonprofit that supports medically fragile children. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible donation, you can use Venmo at Brewer-Hope or online at BrewerofHope.org. I am so thrilled to have Annie Hansen today. Annie is the wife of Zach Hansen, offensive line coach for Tulsa. Thank you so much for being a part of us today. Thank you for having me, Kristen. I'm so excited to be with you today. Well, I'm pretty fired up because you are such the career woman. Okay, for everyone else who's listening, assistant athletic director, recruiting strategy and administrative engagement for the Oklahoma Sooners. Let me just stop there. I'm so impressed. Like, tell me what (laughs) you do for Oklahoma on a daily basis. Thank you. Thank you. So I wear a lot of hats. Um, I am primarily responsible for football recruiting. That includes everything from big picture items like strategic planning, budgeting, compliance, staff oversight, social media, and then small detail things. So like official visits, junior days, camps, Coach Riley's football camp, clinics, really you name it. And then um, with the assistant AD title, um, I kind of have additional duties um, outside of football, um, including serving as a recruiting liaison for all other sports teams on campus. We have 18 other sports teams that I assist with. And then um, I also assist our Sooner Club, which is our fundraising arm, um, and Varsity O, which is our Letter Winners Association. And then aside from all that, um, I also have the opportunity to assist our athletics director with special projects and also serve as our secondary sport administrator for the track and field program. Oh my goodness. That's incredible. (laughs) Absolutely incredible. Everybody went, oh, wow. No, (laughs) no. I'll tell you this though. Like when you retweeted me one day for something, I think, oh, it was Caitlin Riley's interview. Okay. You retweeted me. Yes. My phone died at 2 p.m. because of all oh, the notifications your retweet got. <laughs> I was like, oh my of word. Course. This is insane. That's all you, girl. No, That's no. Awesome. <laughs> no, quite the following. No, I, quite the respect from around the Big 12. You're so sweet. I just say, like, in short, I get to pair my passion of sports with my purpose of serving and helping others. And I get to work with like the best people in the world. So I really don't feel like I work a day in my life. It's just, it's just such a blessing to get to do what I do. So thank you. Take me back. Okay. Where did you grow up and did you ever see yourself in this role? Yeah. So I grew up on a farm in Clay Center, Kansas, and I was raised by two incredibly hardworking parents. My dad was a farmer and a banker and um, still does that to this day. My mom was a principal for 37 years um, and they instilled faith and belief in me really from day one. Um, I was kind of a nerdy kid growing up and so back when I was young and when I say young I mean like middle school I told my parents that I wanted to be an athletic director and ever since then Every move I've made um, has been done so with that dream in mind. I know that sounds crazy, but. Not crazy. That's incredible. I absolutely love it. Okay. So you left out a 
ton of details, which I'm going to fill in. All Big 12, <laughs> academic All Big 12 captain of the OU track team. That didn't happen overnight. So how did you get this athletic career start? And when did the dream spark for you that you wanted to be a D1 athlete? Well, I told you I grew up on a farm. So I was raised in a small farming community that really just lives for sports. Like every Friday night, you rally around the community and attend games, regardless of if you have a family member or friend involved. Um, if it tells you anything, like we won um, state championships in every sport I competed in when I was um, there. And so that's that kind of like good. the expectation of our tiny little town. So um, in Kansas, so I know you may know where um, I come from, but um, anyway, so I have two sisters and we were both super competitive growing up, um, and really involved with like everything. Um, and like a lot of families, my parents were always um, really big on, if you commit to something, you have to stay involved and see your, your commitment through and also encouraged us to really just be the hardest workers in the room or in the group, whatever we were a part of. So I was a multi-sport athlete. I broke my hand one summer actually playing wow. softball. And so, yeah, basketball and uh, volleyball were out of the picture uh, for the rest of the year. And my parents were like, you're not going to sit at home and just sulk um, and feel sorry for yourself. So they made me join a USATF team that practiced about an hour from our farm. And that summer I performed really well at the Junior Olympics in Eugene, Oregon. And uh, earned a full scholarship to compete in track in college. So wow. the rest is kind of history. Wow. Yeah. What specific, I'm not thinking of the right word here, not sport, but what did you, event? What did you, event? Thank you. I should know yes. this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. So I did in high school, I did the 400, the 800, the mile and the two mile. And then when I got to college, I did the eight, the mile, and then the steeplechase. And I always have to explain what steeplechase is. It's basically the one where there's water jumps and hurdles and it's about two miles long. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. Lots of fun. <laughs> Big 12, you were very successful on and off the field. So talk to me about this well, career path. You. The dream started, you wanted to be an athletic director and I see you've worked for a couple of coaches there, Coach Fedora at North Carolina. Talk to me about that yes. path. How did you get started and how did you get where you are today? Yes. Yeah, you mentioned North Carolina. I was so thankful to get the opportunity to work for Larry and honestly hope our paths cross again someday because he was just such an excellent leader and motivator and really empowered me to do a whole lot while I was at Carolina. Um, but yeah, I started um, doing internships over the summer while I competed as a student athlete, both at different athletic departments and then also in the NFL. Um, and then after graduation, I worked as a graduate assistant in fundraising while earning my master's at OU um, and then was promoted to assistant director of development just prior to graduating. Um, and the cool thing about that role is it was just at the time when OU had kicked off a $370 million fundraising campaign. So I got wow. to be a part of that really young, which was awesome. Had a lot of great mentors during that time, you know. Um, but then I transitioned um, to North Carolina as director of on-campus recruiting um, in 2015 uh, before being promoted to assistant AD. And that was back when Zach was also working there at the time. So Everything was perfect. We yes. loved Chapel Hill, loved the fedoras. I mean, it, everything was amazing, you know. Um, 
but then Link and Riley called. Um, and so I was hired as executive director of recruiting for football at OU in 2017 and promoted to assistant AD in 2019. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. So how did you meet Zach Hansen? <laughs> so Zach was actually GAing at K-State under Bill Snyder. And I had just finished um, my GA ship and started my first full-time job at OU. So we actually met on a blind date, um, which was an Eric Church concert in Manhattan, Kansas. Wow. And I'm originally, <laughs> yes, I know, crazy. I'm originally from there. So Zach and I both brought friends. And it was kind of one of those situations where, you know, if one of us wasn't digging one another, we could just kind of peel off and we were insured a good time either way so but we had a blast and like I said before the rest is just kind of history wow so how long have you been married we have been married for four years four years sorry I had to think about that for a second (laughs) those years have flown by so fast we dated for a year we're engaged for a year and now married for four wow and And like every other college football coach Yes, yes. So he is um, the offensive line coach at the University of Tulsa. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so what does a home game look like for you? I'm guessing you're at the Oklahoma games and maybe can sometimes go to Tulsa. So how do you balance those two things? Yeah, so for Zach's games in the past that I could attend pre-COVID, I would get to the stadium and tailgate with family and friends and wives. Um, But was like sure to get to my seat when warm up started because I just a nerd. I love like watching warm ups and stuff. Oh, me too. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it the best? I'm it's like, the best. It's know, the excitement that the boss. game's going to happen, but you're getting to sit yeah. there and you see them do their individual drill. I love it. And my kids do yeah, too. So. That's awesome. Yeah. No, it's great. So, um, Tulsa actually hasn't played at home yet this year. Um, their first game is Friday, and I'm really excited because I'm going to get the chance to go. Um, and so we're going to link up a couple of wives. We're going to link up before the game and then go and stay socially distant and all that. Um, but you mentioned OU games. For normal home games at OU um, in a non-COVID year, I really hardly leave the stadium. Our recruiting efforts are just such a production. So um, leading up to the weekend and then during the weekend. And so, um, yeah, there's just a lot that goes into making a football game day happen. So what's been one of the most fun bowl games you've ever been a part of? I'd have to say, um, the peach bowl, which was, um, at the college football playoff in Atlanta, just this past year, um, Zach and I were both working for OU and it was just really special. It was, um, Super stressful, obviously, but it was just neat to get to experience that together. And both of our families were there, and um, it was just—it was a really neat experience. So we actually we traveled um, during Christmas time, and so um, Christmas Eve, Zach and I were by ourselves as before our families had gotten there, and we um, went to a Catholic church for midnight mass in downtown Atlanta, and. I'll never forget this memory. I told Zach, we're taking a picture just so I can always favor this because I was like bawling all through church because I was just so thankful for all the opportunities that we got um, or that we've been a part of since we got started in this. And it just, I just feel like things come full circle. So it was, it was a really, really neat experience. We did not win. um, And so that's obviously um, that goal is still on um, our list of things we need to achieve, but 
it was still a neat experience. In the past, I traveled to every OU game except this year. Um, and again, this goes back to kind of sacrifices that you have to make when you are also married to a coach. So um, I chose just to kind of reduce exposure and spend a little more time with Zach. I actually have um, not traveled with the team this year, which was a really hard decision to make. But right now at this point, it seems to just be what's best. So, yeah. I can tell you are an incredible hard worker, you're an achiever. How do you balance this in very intense work schedule that you have? This is not a normal job. <laughs> this is 24 <laughs> seven. This is lining yeah. up recruits, to talk to coach Riley. You've named it in the beginning. So how do you balance all of this intense work schedule and being a coach's wife, which is also a lot of demanding roles? Yeah. I don't know if I've really figured the whole balance thing out yet. I mean, in all seriousness, I feel like I would be doing somebody a disservice if I said that it was easy or that I just had all of it figured out because I really don't um, and something I've really had to work on but um, because you know I think like a lot of coaches families like we try to keep our priorities in order of faith family and then football but life sometimes can get in the way of that so I am um, really thankful to have the most encouraging husband and Zach and my parents have been super supportive and we both work for two really understanding um, head football coaches, the Riley family, Montgomery family. They are just amazing, um, and they really get what we're doing, you know. So, um, but with that said, I think I would would say that um, I just have to be really strategic with how I plan out every day. I can really only allocate so much time to specific roles. So, for like, for instance, if I'm working from or working in Norman, and I know I'm driving home to Tulsa that night. I'll schedule phone meetings in the car, order dinner in the car, order groceries in the car, which I know probably isn't safe. But <laughs> if I know right. I have to make treats, <laughs> I'm making treats for Zach's guys tonight when we get done. And so it's just like really planning things out to where I I just have to be really intentional with my time. You know, I plan out my outfits for the whole week on Sundays just so there's that extra little bit of time in the morning that I'm not stressed about one more decision that I have to make. So wow. I know it sounds crazy, but no, I'm impressed. So for all those that are listening, you have to know, obviously these aren't live. I have to record them. I'm recording this at nine 30 at night. She's going to bake cookies yes. probably starting at 10 PM. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, I know you've been there. So I'm uh, impressed. I'm Yes. No. Okay. So, how do you think it? Yeah. How do you think it helps you to know what he does? You know, very intimately on the football side. How do you think it helps you become a better coach's wife? Honestly, I think there's definitely an advantage of just really understanding the role to the point of like observing it in a 24-hour day. You know, I'm submerged in that environment all the time, and so um, the stress, the um, just all the things that he's required to do. There's a mutual respect there. I think that we both do a good job of really being understanding with one another. If one has to stay late, you know, unlike maybe some homes like that have a lot of kids and they ask, you know, when are you going to be home? I'm typically like, Hey, are you sure? Like you're good. Or he'll be like, are you sure you don't need to stay? Like, I totally get it if you do. So I think that helps a lot. Um, And maybe, you know, just, just having that inside look of really knowing that there's a lot that goes into what he does. 
Okay, so probably a question you don't want to answer, but what makes it harder? <laughs> <laughs> and how do you adapt to that? I mean, yeah, it, it is harder to have a very intense career, a very public career at a different university. That has to be a hard yeah. a little bit. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I definitely feel like all the time, at least at this point in my life, the season of life, like time just always seems to be against me, Kristen. Like mm -hmm. I just feel like I have to drop back and punt all the time. And it's typically with wife duties, you know, which is not fair to Zach or the boys, but I think they understand. I also, you know, you mentioned it's a very public um, position for both of us. Um, we do have to be really mindful about the things that we do and share and, um, we live a pretty private life, just the two of us. And it's a really good thing that we're best friends because um, there's times where you do, you, you can't really share a whole lot with a lot of people, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it brings me to my point, which is why do you do what you do? I mean, it's so intense, but obviously it's something you're passionate about. Absolutely. Um, Zach and I have both always seen athletics as kind of our avenue for serving people um, while also practicing our faith. And we really truly believe that we've both been called to serve in this mission field. Um, and I think that we also understand that this, our positions really give us influence. Um, and so it's our responsibility to make sure we live good lives, lives of integrity and faith and respect and really show these young boys that whenever you put your mind to something and you really do it with good intentions that anything can happen. Um, I think it helps that Zach and I both were student athletes. You know, Zach had such a successful career um, when he played um, at K-State. Um, and so um, he's lived and breathed everything as have I on some level. And um, the other side of that though, is like neither one of us were coaches kids. And I know that sounds crazy, but I mean, we always like look up to the ones that had dads or, you know, other people that coached. And so um, I think that it helps in some ways, though, because it shows that it's really proof that if you really want to do something like you don't always have to have the connection that, you know, if you work hard and have faith and do things the right way, you, you can live this life and do it well. So. Mm, that's a good point. I like that. Okay, so this business has its ups and its downs. What do you think has been the toughest adversity you've both faced? And what did you rely on to get through those moments? Well, as you know, Kristen, I think football in general just really can throw giant curveballs. Um, we've lived in different states while being married on more than one occasion. Um, we've had career changes, both of us, when we've least expected it. Um, but it was good and maybe not so good um I mean heck just a couple weeks ago Tulsa won a game and OU lost a game on the very same day at the very same time and wow. the emotions of of that high and low were a really hard thing to face um but as crazy as it all is I will say like I would not trade it for anything I think through each challenge we've relied on our faith, number one, and really look to the Lord, but then also turned inward toward each other. Um, and we've really, I mean, you, you, know, you have to be there for one another. Sometimes you're all you have. So um, I think that's, that's helped us get through. Absolutely. Do you think it's changed you at all, how you approach situations to go through times when you're like, this is not exactly how I anticipated it? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. For sure. I, I find myself like growing all the time. I think for one, our faith grows stronger every day. Um, it just like reaffirms that God is always in control, even when I like to think that I am. And that's right. Um, but like, you know, it's like, okay, what I thought I had in mind, obviously looks different. But also I think my, like I said, my relationship with Zach, we just, we grow so much through challenge. Um, and um, I also think that we just have pure gratitude for the really small things. Um, we try not to take anything for granted, you know? That's huge. So, this is year four, I think, of being a coach's wife. I think you're a girlfriend and fiance before that. So looking back, if you could talk to yourself on year one, what advice would you give yourself on that first year as a coach's wife? Yes. No, I realize there's probably people listening like, oh, she's only done this for a little bit. But in my six years uh, yes. total of living this life, I will say that um, I totally acknowledge that the early years can be really challenging. Um, and I would probably tell a first year wife that A, you're not alone. Um, and B, the grind that you're going through is part of the business. And um, it's it's something that's integral in getting to where you want to go. Um, but probably most importantly, just to have faith and, you know, really don't give up on yourself and do not give up on your husband. I think God always puts you right where he wants you. And um, there's so many times in our life that we've asked God, why, like, why is this happening? Or why is this so hard? And he always seems to provide and come through. So that's probably what I would say. It's like the old thing, you know, I mean, he may not be there when you want him to, like the, the exact situation, like you want it to pan out, but he's always on time. You know, he comes at that moment where you're like the 11th hour when you didn't think okay. that God was even seeing your struggle, that he wasn't even, his face is not towards you. You know, he was working behind the scenes. Uh, that's what kind of what I was yeah. thinking when you were talking about that. Now you've been the backbone of very successful coach, you're a highly motivated, successful person. So what do you think? This is nobody likes to answer this question. Like, please, Kristen, don't ask it, but I will not (laughs) stop asking this question. So what are some things you try to do that you think has had a contribution to the success of his career and yours and what you've obtained in life? Ooh, you're right. This is a really hard question because I think we've just been blessed to be around so many incredible people that have helped us um, achieve success. But if I have to say anything, I think Zach and I both are really good um, sounding boards for one another. Um, I think we're truly each other's champions and best friends. And so I think, you know, um, I try really hard to gauge when Zach um, wants someone to listen or when he wants advice and kind of vice versa um and we really do everything together as a team um which makes each other better as a result but you know our our hashtag for our wedding was team hansen and i know that Mm -hmm. sounds so cheesy but we try to live life like that and um i think another advantage um that i maybe have in terms of supporting him is like we talked about before is just like understanding the hustle and knowing that I get it. If if you need to stay late, you stay late. Or if you're not having the best day and you've explained why, like, I, I just, I feel like I understand. And um, yeah, that's helped. But I can't reiterate enough. Like, we've had so many people help us um, 
and we're we've been really blessed to be around some really great people so you yeah. talked about it you mentioned it um the same moment oklahoma is losing tulsa's winning i mean there's such a the highs are so high and the lows are so low there's yeah. no just average day in this so when you can tell coach hansen's having one of those oh man this is we lost that recruit or you know today didn't go our way what do you say to him is there something you say or maybe some things you don't say yeah yeah no I always just tell him to just have faith and remain confident in who you are and why you do what you do um I think like a lot of wives I frequently turn to scripture and there's a verse in Romans 8 I don't remember specifically um how it goes, but something about, like, it talks about how we know that um, for those who love God, all things work together for good, who are called according to his purpose, and I just mm-hmm. think when you have integrity, and you do things the right way, and you use God's talents to glorify him, that things are going to work out, and we just have to have faith and remain confident in that, and and so, yeah. Absolutely love it. I wish we never had to have those conversations. I know. I know. I want to stay on the mountaintop all the time, but yes. <laughs> doesn't yes. happen. I mean, right. it's happened a right. lot for Oklahoma lately, but you know, in general, well, the past several years, but you know, <laughs> we all are humbled at some point. And I always say, you know, God makes no mistakes. So I have to believe that, you know, that's right. So do you have any traditions after big wins, something you do every single time? We don't have a specific tradition, but we always do try to find a way to celebrate. Um, I'm married an O-lineman, so food is always involved. Um, we, you know, love fellowship with family and friends. And um, I also love to watch film with him. So I don't know if he always loves that, but I am like, hey, let's break down some film. That's pretty cool. (laughs) So I take it you know a lot about college football. Yeah, I mean, I pretend like I do. I can, I can, I have enough discernment or understanding to know when there's been a good block or, you know, there's a good theme for a running back or someone's run a really good route. But outside of that, it's kind of fake it till you make it just to like know that you can hang (laughs) I'm around like boys all day so (laughs) yes I I always draw a play for the playbook they never call it but I mean why not yes it's the same one every year I was like hey do you have a name for the play I did and I don't actually it's a great question back I don't I don't I I did name it and it really went into the playbook when he was offensive coordinator at the last school oh my god he uh, he didn't call it I was like why did you call my play he's like that's awesome that's (laughs) awesome we actually that's one of the activities at the spring game we let a fan call a play like drop a play for Lincoln and he runs that play yeah I love it I have to call on call Kristen Urgel to to get the play for our spring game just don't make it work against Kansas (laughs) (laughs) yeah I love it Okay, so what are some things you enjoy uh, with some of the coaches' wives that you've been a part of, some of the staffs, some things you enjoy doing with them? We've been blessed to be led by the best, most amazing coaches' wives. I'm probably biased, but um, I just feel like everywhere we've been, there's been so many great people. I love wives' trips. Um, Traditionally, the wives travel um, at OU, so Caitlin is so sweet. She'll bring me along 
for the dinner the night before the games. And then the Rileys, and I know the Montgomery's too, traditionally host um, family dinners, which is also super special. Um, Caitlin um, actually threw a favorite, it was a favorite things Christmas party last year where we made charcuterie boards and that was so fun. And we've been to Sur La Table and learned how to cook, which has helped me a lot. Um, so yeah, lots of stuff, but I will say, my favorite, favorite thing um, that we do, I'm actually a part of three different Bible studies that are all led by coaches' wives. Um, wow. So yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Caitlin leads one at OU. Yeah, Ashley leads one here at Tulsa. And then my really dear friend, Shaylin Clyde, leads one at K-State that I oddly um, participate in. So, yeah, it's awesome. Wow. I'm impressed. I like it. Okay. So you've been around a lot of amazing wives. Do you have a specific coach's wife mentor? Yeah, I have a few. Um, Caitlin has really been like a big sister to me. Um, I mean, we've laughed, we've cried. She's just really always there. I think she actually mentioned on her interview that she gives stuff away. And um, I literally own Kristen, like half of her wardrobe. <laughs> So I think there's like a day where like there's not something from Caitlin Riley's wardrobe that I've got on, which cracks. Oh, that's up. too but, funny. Um, yeah, I'll take her. Best. I'll take her hand me downs. If you don't wear I mean, it, right? send it to Lawrence. Oh, exactly. Her. So yeah, <laughs> Ashley Montgomery has also been great. She's really shown me how to lead with grace and as a strong Christian woman. She and Philip are you can just tell that this is their mission field and their calling. And I mean, she leads yoga for the team every single week, which I think wow. is just the coolest way to like engage. Um, she's a certified yoga instructor. So it's awesome. But oh, wow. Christy Fedora has been great. I mean, everybody, I just, I can't say enough good things about everyone we've been around. Incredible. Okay. So later on tonight, it might be like 1030 at night. You're making some type of dessert, but I'm guessing that's the answer to the next question, which is what are some practical ways you stay up late, lose sleep so that these yes. players know they mean so much to your family. Am I right? Yes, it's no. late night. What I, are you making I tonight? Will say, yeah, no, I've, well, tonight actually Halloween is this weekend. So yes. I've got off easy. I actually ran to the store and grabbed like a bunch of candy and we're gonna I'm gonna make Zach help me assemble bags once we get done but um you know like I feel like I have it easy the way to an O-lineman's heart's through their stomach so oh, yeah. I get to I love to I bake I, I get a lot of recipes from other wives which also help um because the trial and error thing just I don't have time for that so <laughs> um uh but outside of that you know um COVID has kind of made it hard. Zach and I love to have the guys over to the house and eat and just hang out. And um, he just does a really good job of taking care of his guys off the field. Um, I know he expects a lot of them, um, but he also just has good discernment and knows when they need to be loved on. And we're just, we're really big on relationships and really getting to know the guys. So um, I try to text them after each game and, Obviously, I pray over them constantly and whatnot. But, I mean, last week I took advantage of the fall weather and had um, – I made chili and just put it in the trunk of my car and drove by the stadium and quickly passed it out from afar oh, wow. and just caught up with the kids really fast. It's super simple, and um, it's probably more for me than them just so I could, get, like, hear what was going on and whatnot. So, 
I stole um, from Rhonda Brewer, which this always seems to make their day. I uh, bake their favorite birthday cakes on their oh, birthdays. I love it. It's cake mixes. It's not from scratch, but they still, they really enjoy that. That was so. one of the coolest ideas that I heard in my podcast. I was like, yeah. oh, that's yeah. a good one. That was a for sure because they're no. always away, usually away from their family mm-hmm. on their birthday. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So. so you live and drive back and forth. There's a lot of driving. There's a lot of late nights. How do yeah. you stay connected during the football season? Yeah, you know, from the outside, it may appear that Zach and I don't get a lot of time together. But honestly, we get to spend more time than you would think. Um, Every morning from about 5 to 6 a.m., we'll drink coffee and I'll drive and we'll just chat. Zach's so good about making sure that um, it's time for us to connect. And then we always sit down and eat dinner together, whether it's prepared by me or by KFC like it was tonight. Um, (laughs) We always sit down and try to disconnect from our phones and really catch up from the day or the past couple days where we we were apart. and we do a devotional together. We don't have kids yet, so I'm sure this will all change significantly. But, I mean, right now we're just loving being each other's best friends and just hanging out. And um, I don't know. It's it's a fun life. I feel really blessed. So. so what task, and I do have some fans out there that listen to this podcast. So <laughs> not coaches' wives, that they're welcome to listen yes. to our life. It's always fun. Uh, what would surprise awesome. them that is a responsibility of a coach's wife? What do you think? What task do you do? Do you take care of? Hmm. Can I say everything? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, that's a joke. I mean, as coaches' wives, though, I do think we're kind of forced to be independent. Um, Zach tries really hard to be helpful, um, but he is so busy. So, um, I mean, thanks to online shopping, I don't have to run errands, but I think I literally handled the most random tasks. Like just a couple weeks ago, I attempted to fix our washing machine by myself. <laughs> um, I mow the lawn every week. In our no way. Crack. Oh my gosh. We live on a hill, so I have to like get momentum. So I like, <laughs> you know, have to start at the bottom and run up the hill. And, oh my gosh, it's embarrassing. But uh, yeah, I, I like, I take pride in mowing our lawn. Um, I, I play like landlord. It. Yes, I, we still own our Kansas home. So um, we have tenants that live there right now. So I get to play landlord and I don't know, just random stuff. I'm sure we've all like moved furniture by ourselves before. And yeah, yeah it's fine. just, it's a fun life. It is. <laughs> when you actually get downtime. What do you what do you like doing? What do you enjoy? Yeah, I, is this a I, hypothetical question yeah. for you because you don't get downtime? <laughs> no, I do. I I do. I think everybody's busy. I um get a lot of time in the car. Um, like I said, I drive two hours to and from work when I'm commuting from work about four to five days a week. So, um, and then I either stay in Norman or I work from home on the other days. So I love listening to podcasts. And I've literally listened to almost every single episode of the Coach's Wife Life podcast. Can you believe that? That's awesome. Yay. (laughs) It is seriously the best encouragement because I think that for those like me that are still kind of young in the profession, it just provides hope and it 
continues to serve as a reminder that everybody has worked so hard and, you know, gone through a lot to get to where they are. So I love this podcast. I listen to other podcasts and I also love to visit with family and friends. It's a great time to like catch up with them. And um, I also like to work out. I work out on the days that I'm in Norman. So um, yeah. Wow. I did not ask you to say anything about my podcast. So I no. I appreciate that. This was, yes, this is not an ad. I can promise you that. <laughs> this is not a paid advertisement. Yes. This is all yes. volunteer, it's by awesome. the way, everyone. Okay. So what are some of the most rewarding aspects to you about being a coach's wife? I think simply just seeing Zach live his dream and his calling and um, also just watching him make such a strong impact um, on the lives of young men. I think, like I said before, the relationships that are forged through sport are just so special. And it just always makes me smile when he's on the phone with an old player or even coaches that have um, gone on to be really good mentors for him. I, I just think there's truly nothing like coaching in um, this profession really. So um, it's rewarding to me to know that, you know, you can have a positive impact on people. And if you take advantage of the opportunity, you know, you two are remarkable. Okay, rapid fire questions. Are you ready? This is my favorite part. I'm ready. All right, what's the last book you have read? Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. That's a um, Bible study um, that we just did. And then Just Ask by Sarah Roberts. Have you read that book? Oh, I love it. I was going to have her on my show. Yeah. She doesn't know it yet. Oh, She'll probably awesome. find out on this podcast. Would you play on the show? Yay. That's good. Yes. Yes, it's written by coaches' wives. And so we actually did that as part of our Bible study here at Tulsa. And Sarah's going to talk to us in a couple of weeks. So yeah, it's awesome. Okay. Coach surprises you walks in the door with concert tickets in a non-COVID world. What would be printed on that ticket? <laughs> Any country singer. Yes. We love them all. Yes. Very good. Same. Okay. Everyone has a few things that might need replacing around the house. Maybe it's something in her closet. What's the ugliest thing you own? I love this question. Okay. I don't mean to offend the Jordan brand or really anybody when I say this, but I have to tell you this. So last year, um, we got an all white oversized hooded two piece neoprene jumpsuit for the college football playoff that was super hip for athletes. But when our coaches <laughs> staff put it on, oh my gosh, we like all about peed our pants when we tried them on. And, the joke was that we all looked like little beekeepers, like walking <laughs> around. And Zach and I had matching ones. So like, I mean, you know, oh we God. had to wear them around the house and stuff for our family. So yeah, it's awful. And I love, I love our Jordan stuff, but that was just one that I think was just a miss, you know? <laughs> if you could have dinner with someone other than a family member, current or from history, who would that be? This probably tells you about my personality, but I, if I don't get to eat dinner with Jesus or someone from the Bible, I'd have to say Coco Chanel. Oh. Yes. I just, I love fashion. And again, it's going to sound like I'm a total nerd, but she took like traditional male attire and um, helped redesign it to benefit women. And like, think about that in the football world. Like if we could have somebody come in and redesign the polo and khaki pants, for girls that work in football, it just life would be so awesome. <laughs> that is true. I didn't think about that. Yes. The so somebody's out there. Yeah. Come on, make it happen. 
internet world. Oh. Okay. You get a night alone. What show would you binge watch? I'd say Friday Night Lights or Nashville. Oh, I haven't heard Nashville in a while. I forgot about that show. Oh, it's amazing. I love Raina James. What's your go-to meal to cook? It's funny because I rarely cook. Um, but really anything that can go in a crock pot or I make a killer mac and cheese. And it's actually, I use Miranda Lambert's recipe. Okay. I need a good mac and cheese recipe. I like it. This is the question that I really want you to answer. What sport can you okay. beat Coach Hansen in? <laughs> I feel like this is obvious to the people that know us, but, and he is good at literally everything. He has the best athletic and height advantage. He's almost 6'9". So, but. What? I didn't even I realize that in pictures. Oh, yes. No, I yes. guess I've met y'all one time and I don't know why I didn't. Wow. Impressive. Okay. People are always like, Annie, you're not petite, but when you stand next to him, you, he makes you look petite. It's awesome. I can wear <laughs> high heels whenever I want. I mean, it's great, but I can beat him in running every single day of the week. He will admit to that. So nice. Definitely that answer. Nice. Okay. You spend two hours one way on the road. So you have to have a go-to road snack. What's that? <laughs> Yes, Trader Joe's gummies or their dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Oh, I love peanut butter cups. Never been to Trader Joe's, but ooh, I'll send you some. Okay, I'll I'll hold yeah, you to that. Really good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a superpower, what would that be? I think I would like to have the ability to stop time or go back in time, both for the benefit of getting more stuff done, but also just savor all the sweet moments. I feel like life just passes so fast, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'd like to relive certain football games and moments with yeah. them. Yeah. That would be fun. Okay. What would be your walk-up song? I'm old school. So I'd say Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Yes. It was the song when I competed and it still just gets me fired up. Like when uh-huh. I'm on the treadmill or really anything. So yeah. Yeah, I like it. This is amazing. I feel like I've only been talking to you for like five minutes and it's been an entire podcast. This has been awesome. Thank you for being a part of us today. Well, it's been a pleasure, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me and for being such a light to us coaches' wives. You are just amazing. This podcast is brought to you by Brewer of Hope. Brewer of Hope is a nonprofit that supports medically fragile children. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible donation, you can use Venmo at Brewer-Hope or online at BrewerofHope.org. For a replay of this episode or previous episodes, visit CoachesWifeLife.org and follow us on social media at CoachesWifeLife.